Hi, it's Mickey Dolans here. You're listening to Inspirato Projecto. Okay, so Paulie Shores and I just got finished playing a show with the Yachtly crew at the Marquee Theater, which that in itself has its own synchronicities because I saw Mickey Dolans from the Monkees play there with Dory at the Marquee Theater. So, and, and while we were there, she said, it would be so cool if Yachtly Crew were to play here. And sure enough, we played here tonight. Now, earlier on, Paul and the gang stayed back at uh, Marquee Theater. I took an Uber over with with uh, Sailor Hawkins and Baba Booey. And we met up with Misty Harbors. Right? Isn't that her name? Yeah. So, as we were walking past, I saw this couple and I waved to them. Uh, or, they look familiar to me, but I couldn't quite tell. And I waved to them. And I'm like, I just waved to these guys. And then I went over and I had a drink with with uh, Sailor and Baba, Baba Bowie. And then uh, after some time, I decided... And I had pretzels, little pretzels with cheese, cheese, and a special kind of very spicy kind of mustard. And Amy was there. What's her name? Does she have a special name? Ah, uh, I don't know. So, Baba Booey, Mrs. Baba Booey. Mrs. Baba Booey. So, I was sharing some of these pretzels with Misty Harper's uh, Sailor didn't have any. So, I was leaving. I said, you know, I'm going to go back. I'm going to meditate. I'm going to go meditate in the room. Uh, sleep. I don't know. Something. I got an hour and some change <laughs> until I got to meet him back down in the, in the lobby. So so uh, I drank uh, a crown and cola, and then I ate the pretzels. Then I, And then uh, we were talking, and then I left. And as I was leaving, I saw the couple on the way out. And so... I said, I got to say something to him. And so they go, oh my, I said, oh my gosh, I remember you too. And I was just letting it sink in. And they said, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had an in-depth conversation. And then I realized, oh yes, that's right. This is a couple. And I've been recently talking about this couple. I've been recently talking about this couple. Oh my God, who do I bring them up to? Of course, manifestation of reality. Uh, this is like. I want to say less than a week ago, I brought up to someone, this couple, about the fact that they shared a synchronicity with me. Oh, yeah. And I was telling someone this within less than a week ago. Ah. And just how cool it was (laughs) that they felt open enough to, you know, just divulge this information with me. And so while we were talking, that's when the bartender overheard us. And then she just started talking about, oh, before that, I can't remember if it was before that or during this, the bartender had a book and on the book, on the cover was, was a flamingo. No. And then we have, we have the flamingos on our drum. We have the little flamingos yes. on the drum set. And she said, uh, I wrote a book. She didn't mention anything about synchronicities at that point. She said, I wrote a book and it has a flamingo on it. And I think it's great. Your drum set has a fl- you know, flamingos on it. Could you take a picture of me up on stage in front of the drum set with my flamingo and book? Then, I said, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> and I said, you know what's so great? How synchronistic this is, is the fact that, I mean, how cool is this? You, happen- you wrote a book, first of all, which I want to talk to you quite a bit about tell me about your book second of all you have a book that has a flamingo on the front here you are you happen to be working at this place we happen to be here tonight at this place a yacht rock band who just so happens to have these neon flamingos out of all the steps between there and here we could have anyone could have decided to not buy these things certainly (laughs) or if they were flamingos we could have just kept the original ones or bought a different kind of flamingos but no somewhere down the line someone decided that they were going to get these neon flamingos so we come out to this place 
Here, this is your first time seeing his play. You have a book that you recently wrote. It's got a flamingo on the front. I say, how cool and synchronistic this is. She says, wouldn't you know, my book is all about that. <laughs> I said, of course. of course it is. I said, of course it is. It's so she said the flamingo has become like sort of like this. I'm putting words in her mouth, spirit animal. But she said it's become sort of the symbol of, of, of sort of the magic coming about. <laughs> I mean, which is wow. great because... I mean, when you think about Yachtly Crew and the magic that has come about, there are two flamingos involved with this. I mean, <laughs> it's just great. So I told her, wow, this is, this is incredible. And so she ended up getting a hold of Sailor Hawkins and saying, hey, I talked to Stony Shores. He was interested in my book. Do you have an address I can send this book to? So she sent me the book, and I've been reading the book. Wow. It's just great, dude. Oh, God, man, it gets... It, I, I, oh, I just can't get enough of it. I can't get enough of it. I can't get enough of it. It's like, once, once, once I found myself latching onto the excitement of that, and the excitement that I felt when I, when I encountered these things, this then became the utmost drug or the utmost mm, delicious, nutritious thing. And then, I, and, then, and then I start doing experiments and figuring out how could I how can I make more of those? Because I love them so much, what can I do to make more of those? And that's when I came across movies and, and motivational speakers and people talking about manifestation of reality, the law of attraction. What you think about, you bring about. Your thoughts create your reality. You know, and then of course that ties in with Einstein where he says our own, <clears throat> our own reality is, you know, time is relative. Which means, to you, which makes so much sense. You could have a dream for 10 seconds, but you lived years in that dream. Yeah. So, time totally is relative. To a kid who's in a math class, it seems to take years to get through that two hours or one hour of math class. It ta- it, 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 that feels like a century to get through that hour of math class. He doesn't want to be there. He wants to be on the playground. He wants to be playing Frisbee. Yeah. But he's stuck in that math class, and that's taken 100 years. Now, to someone like us, that hour, pow! Dude, I'll wake up, I'll wake up, and I love waking up early. Well, I'm, I'm kind of destined to. The cats wake me up. They want to eat. Right. So, and you know, you, you got kids. What time do they wake you up in the morning? Seven. <laughs> they wake you up at seven in the morning. Oh, my God. Those kids are up. Those kids are up. They're like, you know kids the beautiful thing about kids is that they are the closest to the natural unfolding of the universal language what else follows the natural unfolding of the universal language plants animals plants animals children so if we don't taint the children and we let them just simply grow in sort of just like nature this you know and it makes and it makes so much total sense when you hear people say, oh, you're going to have kids? Well, first, first, start with a plant. Then if you feel that you've done a great job with a plant, then get a cat or a dog, you know, or a lizard or something like that. Something, maybe a goldfish, something with a short lifespan. And then, and then you go bigger, you know, then you go, then you go with the, the kids. Oh my God, this is great. Where's your snooze button? <laughs> where's your snooze button? Uh, where's your snooze button? Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's brilliant. She's just hanging out of your finger. Where's your snooze button? 7 a.m. And she's, and she's got the little pigtails in braids. Oh my god, man. Lovey. You know, that just made me think like how funny that would be is if I imagine a person who is able to sort of, because you can, you can train animals, you can train children. You see this all the time. Kids who grow up and they're like, they're very obedient. They've got these very strict parents. That, that's not necessary. But I thought what would be so funny is knowing that, that every single person, every single creature is programmable. You go, wouldn't it be fun if we play a little game? When I go, snooze button, <laughs> then you, then you, 
don't come back in here until I say, okay, lovey, come on back in. You know, so it becomes this funny little game where it's like, it's a challenge. Do you think that you can wait this long? I don't know if you can. I don't trust that you actually can wait this long. <laughs> and then they're like, no, I can, daddy. I can. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I can trust that you can actually wait an hour. I don't I don't know, because, you know, I'm going to go to sleep here, but you're going to have to be the snooze button. And you know what that means? That means you're going to have to be quiet until Daddy says, it's okay for you to come back in here. So I don't know. It's a challenge. It's a challenge. I can do it, Daddy. <laughs> okay. I trust you. Wouldn't that be funny? And then, sure enough. Stoney's yours. You can babysit. You can babysit my kids anytime. It's like, and you go, snooze button. I remember when I used to substitute teach, one of the things, the techniques, I love that, I love that. Wait, hold on, play that again. I gotta see that video. Where's your snooze button? Where's your snooze button? Was this first thing in the morning? She came, she came in to wake you up? Yeah. Where's your snooze button? What time is this? Oh, 7.52 a.m. <laughs> she did topple over though, like a snooze button. She did. She did to be uh, to be fair. <laughs> she did. <laughs> oh my god, Polly, can you please send that to me so I can animate it and then send it back to you? Yes. I want you to see what this looks like within that that cartoon yes. because this 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 looks really Kurt. cool. Hey. Doing pretty good. Yeah. Listen, I don't have much time, but do you feel like you're going out of your gourd? Are you, do you have the cabin fever? Have you run out of Netflix to watch? If, has the thought occurred, hey, you know what? I can make funny stuff. I've been watching TikTok. I've been watching all the social networks and seeing what kind of creativity is coming out. I could create that. Hey, you know what? I wish they made a podcast about this. Well, you know what? You can make your own podcast. Go to anchor.fm. Go to it, please, right now. Make your own podcast. It's the lazy person's way to make stuff. You can make little segments. Uh, you can put music on there, found sounds, babies laughing, neighbors throwing frisbees, uh, uh, your friends playing guitar. Ah, it's so good. Anchor.fm. Please get this and find me. Inspirato Projecto. Let's be friends. Okay? Anchor.fm. So what uh, What time do we have to be up tomorrow? 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Is that, is that in the parking lot? A.m. Yes. And then, uh, what are we, 2095? We gotta we gotta head out from ten a.m. to uh, Yuma. Yuma, right? Yuma, yeah. Yuma, Arizona, yeah. <gasps> same, same thing, same thing. How did that happen? How did that happen, dude? How can we let that happen? <gasps> oh, oh, we left it on. We left it locked there, dude. We'd love to lock there. What the hell? Okay, okay. Thank God, dude. We have delicate instruments in here. Currently on the way to Yuma. Something's going on with the. Uh, there's a, a thing banging around on the back of the van here. Sandwich crumbs are all over the place. Yeah, all kinds of shit. When will we get it back here? I'll back I was trying to find gap, and you know the, the router that's in there? So that was a little behind the scenes on. Uh, <laughs> if you could picture this, we're <clears throat> on the side of the road. There's an abandoned building over there. There's an abandoned, what looks like a gas station. You know how they got those, like, uh, it looks like a goalpost or something. I think it was the gas stations. 
that's you see one of those out here it smells just like cow manure all over the place but we heard this like chick, 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 like rattling on the back of our uh, new van here so we're trying to figure out what the mystery was it's only a couple hundred bucks it's no big deal who needs to get paid who needs to get paid come on I mean really I mean, uh, you know. Yeah, it's, it's going to take us three hours to, to drive there and two and a half hours to get through the fucking traffic. Paul, sit down. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're going to for your shit right now, Paul. Oh, yeah. showed us a video of a it's an Instagram video of a seal um, so it's the it's the back of a boat and you see the seal swim up and jump up on the back and they're gonna they give fish to the seal well what's crazy and surprising is I never realized that seals could swim that fast this boat looked like it was going fast I mean I don't know I, I, I maybe it looked like it was going like 50 miles an hour maybe it was going slower I don't know the thing looked like it was speeding, and for this this seal to be able to just swim up without getting all caught up in the propellers and swim right up and go, and then it jumped up onto the back of the ship, which is, I mean, that's probably a two two foot jump for this thing. And so then that just got me to thinking, whoa. So okay, seals can swim surprisingly fast, much faster than I ever anticipated. So I thought. Would it be really cool? And I'm sure maybe there's like a uh, old Super Friends episode of this with with Aquaman doing something similar. However, I imagine someone putting uh, leashes on maybe I don't know I don't know maybe eight eight of these things, and uh, and then maybe it's like oh. You know, maybe it's like, like, like a large. Okay, so I, what, what I was just imagining was something, something that could pull you along on on the surface. So you, you get them swimming like they're a carriage of horses, like you're on a carriage of, you know, but they're they're seals, and they're taking you along. They're swimming fast, and it would be a good thing, almost kind of like a boat. I'm imagining like a large sort of uh, seashell maybe you sit in there, hook it to there. I'm imagining sort of like a, a sea-centered sci-fi that has that kind of inclusion, though that kind of imagination happening where it's ocean creatures. Which, of course, could lead to plenty of hijinks with accidentally getting swallowed up by whales, getting caught up in tentacles of squid, or other leviathan. Uh, of course, you, you have some close calls, some run-ins with sirens. Wow. Wow. All right, so that, that, that just popped out of my mind. Okay, so... The idea of the siren, I need to do like a really good deep research here um, about sirens. However, I'm just going to shoot a smidge, just a smidge on it. And we'll both get it. Um, a, a, a sailor falling in love with a siren. Now, from what I understand of the sirens, they would lure, they would lure the sailors. They were on the rocks. I just imagine that they're out there on the rocks and they're singing such pretty songs. Beautiful, bountiful, voluptuous. <coughs> voluptuous ladies. Out there on the rocks. Singing, singing beautifully. Now, what I understand is the sirens, they were just creatures, basically. That was a camouflage. That was a 
much different than one would think of a mermaid. Now that I can't, you know, that's not to say there can't be bad mermaids. I just like to prefer, I just prefer to think that mermaids are good. Maybe they balance out the, like the yin of the yang, yang of the yin. They, they balance out the sirens of the world. So mermaids, I just imagine sweet. Really, just, just sweet. Smooth, easy, graceful. Sirens. It's, you know, a looks well, can be a deceiving type of kids. thing. It sounds beautiful, looks beautiful. It was the right but then what they say is, when, when you... What's our Instagram handle? It felt like... Um, Like in these old things, when the guys try to, when the guys try to get near the sirens, they get eaten. I think they get eaten by the sirens. So, I just imagine a song where, where, I mean, is well, okay. So I just imagine a sailor falls in love with the siren. He, but he doesn't, but he doesn't actually. You know, it's like a forbidden love affair. Maybe it's like a, maybe it's like a. Uh, Maybe it's like a, a maybe it's like a Romeo and Juliet situation. Huh? Ooh, ooh. Okay, I'm getting so many ideas right now. Okay, so basically, like a siren who doesn't want to do what sirens are known as. You know, so sirens are are expected to do do this thing. I don't know if it's in their blood. It could be. It could be. It could be. It could be. Uh, or it could be taught. It could be something taught. Yeah, but are you sharing from your phone? Yes. That's why it's not working. It could be taught. So, if that's the case, then that means that sirens are taught to be you know, sort of evil towards humans. Are they a version of a human? I guess that's the other thing we gotta wonder about. Are they like the gremlins of the of the water? Are they the goblins? Are they water goblins? Which, by the way, is a great character, a water goblin. I've never heard of that. Water gremlins. However, gremlins you cannot get with wet, wet right? Because then they, or the, or the Mowgli, Mowgli, or Mowgli, or Mowgli turns into the into the gremlin. So that's right. That's right. Uh, so the sirens, I think, are the goblins of the water, perhaps. So imagine, imagine maybe this one siren. It, she's just, uh, you know, maybe she's just going through the motions of what she's expected to do so she's she's you know she's singing looking beautiful singing however her heart is not in that she strives for a true connection and so along comes this sailor and he he's tuned into the same waves you know tuned into the same sort of resonance and sensibilities he's got a language with the with the ocean just as uh, as the siren would in a sense because he's been out there on the ocean for so so long he's very familiar with its behavior Yeah, that's very true. Very true. It is hap- It is happening alive. <laughs> uh, well, it, it started with with the story about the doll, uh, the the seal jumping up. This is like a live on the air recap of the podcast. Well, that I, I you know I gotta learn. I gotta get a hold of something where I can actually stream audio live, like like a, like a radio show. But I haven't figured that one out yet. But the good news is, you know what this you could do is you could do Instagram live. Oh yeah, that's true. You do Instagram live. That is a, true. A vid podcast. That is Inspirato true. Inspirato Projecto. Ooh. So Inspirato could be the Projecto. Yeah. Ooh, that's good. The Projecto. The Projecto. That's good. That's good. Instagram. Instagram Inspirato Project. Pod. Projecto. Projecting the pod. It's a rarity why I ever go live on Instagram. Oh, that would be a good excuse to do it. Oh my God. So the other thing I was thinking about was, so we always hear about how sirens are like just the, the evil for the sailors. You know, they're, they're, they're beautiful, they sing, the sailor comes about them, and then they eat them or kill them in some way. Right. They bite their guts oh, out. Your breath is killing so, me right now. So I, so I was thinking, so I was thinking, maybe being a siren is something that's taught. Maybe it's going. taught within the community to be the, that evil yes, to God. do that. So I thought, ooh, what if there's a Romeo and Juliet situation between a sailor and a siren where she is just going through the motions of just trying to lure the sailors, but in her heart she really wants a true connection, and the sailor ends up seeing her, and there's, they're just on that same vibe. 
and it's like this forbidden kind of love affair where he he has to keep you know he yeah. just keeps coming back around. Like the sirens are just getting a bad rap. Like yeah, they're not. Right. They're not inherently bad. Right. So they know it's they're, just a misogynistic representation of of toxic masculinity and how people view women. So that they so they're taught to be this evil. And all of a sudden, there's this very good thing between he and this siren. So now I don't know yet. It's just in my brain. I just thought about yeah. this, but I don't know yet if there's an actual thing that. That but you know if there's a consummation yeah. between yeah. them, I like it. Um, Dig so, it. Yeah, that just popped most. in my. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. That it popped into my brain, and I thought, ooh, now that would be an interesting, like a musical, like a sci-fi water fantasy musical. Because the other revelation that struck me was that sirens are sort of like the goblins of the water. There's sort of like this, like you know, kind of like scary thing, but. In this case, we realize that the one siren, you know, the others that she's up on the, on the, on the rocks with, whatever, maybe they're just they're just following orders or something. She just really wants hey, this Rob, connection. You know, and it's just just astounding, because, just an astounding uh, right revelation. So. There we have it. We might we might end up coming back later for even more revelations. Stay tuned. Okay, let me give you another safe driving tip while I am on the subject. Don't watch the screen if you are enjoying one of my YouTube channels uh, videos while you're driving. I don't want you to be distracted and get in an accident, but I also want to warn you. Don't listen to my meditation offerings on the on the uh, podcast or the YouTube channel, actually. I am a meditation teacher. I don't want anyone out there to be driving and listen to those because I don't want you to be so relaxed that you get in an accident. Wait till you're somewhere safe where you can relax. Also, be very aware of the titles on all of my episodes. If it says it's a meditation, I'm not bluffing. If it says don't be a chicken. <laughs> I may be in a chicken suit. You just can't see me if you're on the podcast. But I'll talk about my... my. So I had this idea for... someone who runs a Mandela Effect website and what they do is they go in through old movies and books and they just Photoshop all kinds of crazy stuff they they um, CGI in it and they Photoshop just a whole bunch of things that never happened but they claim happened um, and they just put it up there on their Mandela website they it's like they're trying to prove the point so much that they themselves end up becoming a manufacturer of the idea to help perpetuate perpetuate it by the way if you get a chance check out Mandela effect online Mandela effect see how that treats your brain So okay, so the Iseta or Iseta? Iseta. 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 I S E T A. And then so this was made in fifty what? Nine. Fifty nine. And you don't know how many made they made you said, but just a. There's not a. They didn't drive it too far. They didn't drive them too far. How fast do you think it goes? When it was new, it would go about fifty fifty five. Wow. How fast have you and your husband been able to get it up there? Forty five. Wow! Incredible. Was that with or without the, the little trailer attached? Without, without it. Yeah. And is that now is that something that people sleep in in the little trailer? No, we just made that to scale with the car, just oh. to haul. We bring it in. We hook it up when we drive it a short distance. Put the chairs and stuff like that in it. Oh, okay, gotcha. You got your luggage and all that stuff in there. We don't ever go take it anywhere where we have to. Oh. No, it's not a freeway driving car. Oh, gotcha. What an incredible creation. I've never seen such a thing. Is that a, is that a sunroof up there, too? It is. Well, that's escape hatch if you have a Escape hatch? 
I love it. It's got an escape hatch. <laughs> yeah, because all the way you can get in and out is the front door. I mean, I can't believe that the front door, I mean, to the to the door to the car is actually on the front. And the steering, and the steering wheel is attached to it, huh? Yeah. That's not, have you actually personally driven this? No, because it's a left-hand shifter. Oh, really? I didn't. That's something I didn't see. That's something I didn't see. Oh, my God, that's crazy. I cannot coordinate. That's the only car out of all of them. I haven't driven it. Left hand. Yeah. So, okay, so how many gears uh, do you think Four, it was? I think it is. Now, that one's three. That one's five. This one's a three-shift, three-speed. And the T-Bird's five. Five. And the Corvette's a four. Wow, this is incredible. <laughs> I never knew this thing existed. This seems like something that's... going to be out Yeah, Absolutely. It seems like an invention that someone would go, wouldn't that be neat if there were a car where you, you open the door on the front of the car? Oh, yeah, yeah, it is like a refrigerator. That's a good way of explaining it. It is like a refrigerator. I said a... That's great. Is he already web searching for one? So do you, do you come out to the to every year? You out here? Yeah? Well, we bring it. You know, we don't always bring the same car. So oh, oh wait, how many cars do you got? We've got three out here today. Well, so your car is collectors, I guess. <laughs> we've got a DeLorean. And a DeLorean? Oh, my God. And an Avanti. A, a DeLorean? How often do you bring that around? Not very. Cause it's do too, people rent it's it? Too new. It's too new to it, put in this show. It's, it's, it's too new? 80, it's an 80. How, what are the what's the what's the criteria to be get, be in this show? I don't know, but it has to be older than that. Let's see, the Lauren, the Avanti. We've got another BMW at home, and we've got another Mercedes at home, and we've got a truck and a boat and two trailers. Oh, incredible. And so you have the DeLorean. What do you do, you know? Because a lot of people they'll rent out their DeLoreans to move, you know, movie companies stuff like that. Do you do that? You never rent out any of your cars to any any productions? Wow. Nope. Nope. They're just his toys. I love it. I love it. This is so cool. And what's your name? Beverly. Beverly, it's a pleasure to meet you. Thank you nice so much for you. this is so cool. Thank you. It's amazing. Wow. I wish you could see what I see here. I'm putting this up on uh, Instagram. This little car. This car is Imagine looking at a smart car and then chopping that in half. That's pretty much the kind of car that we have here. This is... <laughs> Imagine the front of the car is a door. The whole front of the car. The only way to get in. The fact that this thing has a, an escape hatch. It's got two two tires in back, but 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 it's slightly shaped like a triangle where it's wider in front and it, goes, and it gets a little smaller in back. Oh, what's this now? I'm looking in the trailer. This thing actually has, oh my God, you gotta be kidding me. It's got a burner. It's got, it's like its own little kitchen. It's got its own little kitchen here. It's got a sink. It's got a little door on the side where you could put stuff inside. This is just, I'm not a car guy necessarily however when i see cars <laughs> that strike strike my eyeballs man whoa 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 you just gotta admire it can't right you just gotta do that i've never seen i've never seen so many of these uh, the existence of these things i mean a lot of these things are just you would think wow wouldn't that be cool if that kind of car existed I mean, some of these cars, whoa, 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 I see a very strange bus over here, I see a very strange bus over here, this is crazy, what the heck, it looks like a cross between a bus and the front of a car, this is like something you'd see out of Mad Max, man, this is totally something you'd see out of Mad Max, it's a bus, it's a bus and a car. You guys, is this your? Is this yours? Yes, yes, it is. This thing is like something out of Mad Max. <laughs> this is totally something out of Mad Max. Uh, 
What the heck? Does this yeah. thing? Is it, I mean, yeah, it how often do you drive this around? Well, I just I just finished it actually. Really? Uh, it runs really good though. Put the 12 valve Cummins and it has a diesel. What the? It has heck? a 2001 Chevy dually chassis on it. So it drives like a new truck. I mean, <laughs> so we, put air, we put air right on it. What What's the front part of it? Uh, it's of a, this the thing? whole thing's a 52 Chevy school bus. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So hold on. It came like this? Yeah. You, you did not? No, the put, whole body came I like this. I thought this was like a Frankenstein no, creation no, no, that no. You, you had somehow welded together. No. This yeah. is crazy. This was a real thing. Yeah, yeah. I had the hood, but I didn't put it on because I didn't have the hinges. But it's the same as like 50, it's a 52 Chevy school bus. This is crazy, man. Yeah, that's how, that's how they get them. Wow, that steering wheel is huge. Yeah, it is. There's no power what? steering. That's why. No, it does. But yeah, the it does? yeah, it does. Cause so, I, did you drive this out here yeah, to this thing? Yeah, I did the whole parade and everything. All the all these yeah. little ones were. Yeah. <laughs> was that cool, you guys, riding this thing? Oh it. my <laughs> god! How long has it taken you to put this thing together? I've owned it for about five years. I have about a year and a half. Hard in it, a year and a half. Were you just you really where, where you just really dove yeah, into it? And go, I, okay, well, we're going to get this. Help me too. So I mean, then I had to find the motor because I wanted to put a diesel in there. So I found the first because that motor is yeah, there's no computer to it. There's just one wire going to it. Dude, that thing is like 28 miles a gallon. Oh my god. The diesel first generation. What? That's why everybody wants those motors because they're like so. What? There's no computer, there's nothing to it. Interesting. Dude, it's crazy. The so, would you think that the computers are something that like help push, well, like, like repress I, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, basically? Yeah, yeah. 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 It is. That's like, why it's uh, like a governor on yeah. what's possible, yeah. huh? Yeah. Interesting. And it's a lot of, a lot of like the preppers, like these doomsday preppers, they mm -hmm. want that motor right there. Because they're for like the solar flare. It makes great sense. I mean, geez. Because you would not this, expect something this huge yeah. to be able to get that kind of gas mileage. Well, this, well, I put that motor in. It didn't come with that motor. Oh, you. you so I changed everything on this. Put mm, the body. So I put, oh, I put a 2001 chassis. I see what's happening. With a diesel motor. And so I built it around this it. thing. Is so just I had it. I had you got to rent this out for movies, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, dude, What's the name? Miller is putting. It, he's he's starting up the next version of Fury, uh, the next uh, Mad Max oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. movie. He's gonna shoot two at once. Really? This is that kind of thing that, that like that? needs to be in a movie like that. This is just. <laughs> have you seen Have you seen the new Fury? I haven't. I want to see. Okay, it, okay. You'll understand what I'm talking about because you can see that they fused together different bodies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. I know what Mad Max is. I've seen the Fury Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, where they they Frankenstein together these various. That's what this thing, it looks like that, right? And then, and then they, they put a whole, whole bunch of like guns on it and stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like these creations, you, like totally, that. this looks like that. This looks like that. Like they're driving through the desert trying to get the gasoline, trying to get the, you know. And then, like, they can put the supplies in the back. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, my God, you guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it does look like one of those zombie, you know, things where each person has a laser gun out the window or something. And they can open the door and shoot from the back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is this So this opens back here, too, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a barn door. That is great. Man, I just love, like... You know, like the battle damage on it. it look, it's got that look about it. Like it's yeah. been through stuff. Yeah. And, the, and the down here too? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it survived through things, you know? Yeah. God, that's cool. A lot of cool. hardships. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of hardships, this thing. Oh, my God, that's great. This they need is, to put this in a movie. So it really deserves to be in a movie. God, this thing is just so sturdy, man. Yeah. It's built like an airplane. It totally is. It really is. is. It's like a yeah. submarine on land. I found that. I'm gonna buy. Oh yeah, it's got. Look, look at that, that pipe. Right. God, that's yeah, so cool. It's a, well, it's yeah. a pipe, but it's a special like to get these aircraft uh, rivets. And uh, I want to buy it because I want to do some more interior work to it, and I want to put the rivets on there. Because the panel, I'm not gonna use that same. Oh, I just did it just for the show, but I'm gonna fix up the whole the interior. I want it to be like beautiful. Like damn, this is bad. Jeez. Like camper, yeah, or just a, a slightly camper. Pretty good. I want the toilet, but that is. What a fun project. I wish you guys could see what the heck is, this thing is like. I mean, <laughs> I mean, so was it? Was this a lot of fun to drive in out, out, out oh, to yeah, here? Oh, yeah, it was so much fun. Oh, the my kids God. loved it. Was it awesome to see him go go through the evolution of creating this thing? Oh, yeah. It, and now here it is. Mm-hmm. His oh whole God. idea came together oh finally. <laughs> oh, my God, you guys. It's just so cool. Yeah, yeah, Can you get please? a little black smoke? Alright, here it goes. Here we go. Why the two batteries? Oh, so it's got two I'm batteries. Gonna, I'm gonna put an inverter on there. Oh. 
So for like 110? Yeah, I wonder, yeah, for 110, and then put them bird, and then I could do a, I could do power on board and all that stuff, and I, I just, it's just better than two on that big motor like that. Yeah, better than two. Cool. You might need two more that way. I love this sticker. <laughs> it's great. Oh uh, uh, yeah. Uh, thank These you. are great, you guys. Awesome. Trump supporter. Fantastic. I like Trump. Yeah, I like Trump. Come on, it's on for it. This deserves on a on a t. This deserves to, deserves to be on a T-shirt. Yeah, yeah, I love it. This little boy. With the gun. Oh boy, here he goes. He's gonna start it up. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, my god. You saw him drive in. Yeah, it was cool. Look at this beast. I gotta get a photo of this thing. This is nuts. I can't believe this thing exists. Look at this guy. There he is. Oh my God, this is crazy. It 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 almost looks like it should not exist. It, it, it's such a. It just seems so fake. Just get a shot through the window here. Oh, that's great. The seats. Oh my God. I just don't like people in front of me when I start. Oh, this is great. Oh! Oh my gosh, this is crazy. So interesting. Oh my god, you gotta get a load of this Beach Boys tribute band. They're called Surfing. sound so good don't they oh my god we're out in yuma right now and uh yali crew is going to be playing probably about an hour so we have this uh beach boys tribute band Ow! and then um after we play there's a boston tribute band brian wilson Ow! you know uh last year we uh we lost one of the great ones everybody one of the founding members of surf rock maybe the very uh foundation of, of uh, surf rock, Dick Dale. Mr. Dick Dale. And uh, we, we just felt like we couldn't be here today and uh, be amongst all you beautiful people and the, and the cars and, aye, and the music aye. and everything without uh, playing a little tip of the hat to the great Dick Dale with probably his greatest known yeah! song. And, uh, Pulp and, Fiction, uh, baby. Pulp uh, Fiction. Here we go. Here's where you get to enjoy that man right there, Carl Wilson. I love it. Here we go. Hey, hey.
baby. This crowd is growing, man. This could be about 6,000 people here. And this crowd is growing. It's going to be crazy by the time we play. Carl Wilson, everybody! Are you having a good time out there? Woo Are you having fun? All right! Let's have some fun, fun, fun. Talk to you guys more later. So Chris, I just want to record real fast just a couple of your sentiments about our, our shows over the weekend. So we had two shows, one that was in Tempe. They were awesome. And then one that was at Yuma, right? Yep, they were awesome. And so Tempe, that, you were saying that that board it kind of fits your, your, your kind of wheelhouse of what you're trained on and what you're used to, right? Weren't you like, oh, wow, finally I'm in front of a big boy board. <laughs> oh, the PA rig. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. I'm a little tired right Oh yeah, no, that's fine. Sorry. No, that's fine. <laughs> this is for my future self. Future self. Yeah. My so, what, what my... was the sound like for uh, the one last night, though? Awesome. Got all kinds of compliments. Which was crazy because we didn't get a sound, uh, be able to do a sound check. I mean, that's how great you are at being able to tweak the knobs when they need to be tweaked. That's right. Watch out, boys. Uh, something I don't know if you guys know this or not, but Chris uh, used to do sound for Fishbone and Steel Pulse, and and I keep thinking that you you were the one who did the sound for the Fishbone show that I saw at uh, Milwaukee Fest many moons ago. Did you do that one? Depends on how long ago it was. How long ago it was? Jeez. Fishbone was playing. Uh, Violent Femmes were playing, and Jellyfish were playing that. Uh, it was at it was a Milwaukee Fest. Um, oh gosh, probably. I mean, definitely more than ten years, more than twenty years ago. That was uh, probably twenty-five years ago, maybe. No, I was with him from two thousand twelve to two thousand fourteen. Oh, gotcha. Okay, two thousand fourteen. Gotcha, gotcha. And that was the crazy thing too, because on the three eleven cruise, there they were. Yep. Pretty cool. There was so much fun just to see out in the hallway and just hang out with and. They were so they were just very available. So it's really cool to be able to have his expertise on this on this tour. Cause he knows how to tune it all in right when it needs to be tuned. Paul. Paul. That's my name. What color bag is yours here? Mr. That'd be interesting if your students actually said Paul. Hey, Paul! Hey, Paul! So much talk lately about the coronavirus going around and washing hands. Washing hands, 20 seconds. They say, wash your hands, 20 seconds. So, there's just been... There's a lot of discussion of what songs uh, have a chorus to them that, that last, last about 20 seconds. So one of them that turns out that is a really good one is the Africa song, Africa by Toto. And then um, I just saw on Instagram there are a few others that people have been doing. I guess there's Happy Birthday... Beyonce song, there's two two other songs. Uh, so I just thought how funny would that be is if you literally make you actually make a playlist of only 20 seconds of all the songs. You know, and it, it'd be funny because like then it ends up creating this uh, uh, reintroduction to music that maybe we had forgotten about or you know hadn't listened to in a while. And all of a sudden, people are like, oh, I love that song. I forgot about that one. You know, so they're all just singing these courses. Oh, my gosh. We just learned there's 13 tickets left for our show at the Whiskey. Oh, my gosh. This is, uh, this is amazing to see what kind of interest people are getting here and what we're doing. It's, 
It's quite astounding. Quite astounding. So, if you have ideas as to really good songs to sing during the 20 seconds of the coronavirus, uh, the coronavirus theme songs, heck, maybe it's best if you just, if I just make, invent a coronavirus theme song that's 20 seconds. That's it. Coronavirus theme song. I gotta, I, I gotta come up with it. I'll... I'll, 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 I'll think about that. I'll think about that. Uh, I'll get back to you. What about a TV show that opens each show with previously on, you know, whatever the name of the show is, and they show things from what supposedly the last episode was, but it was not from the episode that anybody has ever seen. So in other words, it's it's an invented episode that never occurred, so to speak. At least one that's been seen to this audience. So that's actually kind of an interesting thing if you think about that. Because you're going previously. So in a sense, you're alluding to an episode that happened between the episode that the audience saw already in this episode now. So you're alluding to the existence of, in a sense, an unseen episode. How cool is that? That's pretty interesting. Um, I just got back from the first two... mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. First two days of the Batten Down the Hatches tour... We're going to go deep, deep in there. And so I'm about to watch Wayward. <coughs> Wayward Pines. <coughs> yeah, like previously. Previously in Wayward Pines. <coughs> um, <coughs> yeah, uh, those the first two shows. Tempe, Yuma. And so uh, now I'm about to watch Wayward Pines. And so it reminded me of that because the episode I picked out was vastly different than the episode that I thought I was picking out. And so it's like previously on this, but it was showing a previous season instead of the previous episode. And then that's where I got this idea going, oh, how fun would that be? You're alluding to an unseen episode. Because haven't you thought about that before? Or like with Who's the Boss or W. Carapine Cincinnati? Is it necessarily linear? It doesn't have to be day by day. Okay, last time we saw these people, it was, you know, the day before this day. Well, it could be a month later. It could be weeks later. What's interesting is The Witcher, the TV show The Witcher, years will pass by. Years will pass by. Decades. And uh, it's not necessarily connected Day by day. That's what's so cool. That's what's so nifty about it. So in your brain, you're going, wait, hold on a second. What? It's pretty crazy. Anyway, think about that. So happy, so proud of my sister Jenny. She got a new car. While uh, we were, while I was with Yachtly Crew out there in Arizona. And she's got a new car now. The other one, man, that one was falling apart. The, uh, what are those called? The, the um, they're little things. You, they're above the heads of the driver and passenger. And you bring it down, it's to block your eyes from the sun. Those things were somehow ripped off and gone. A couple of the door handles fell off the car. Um, just, I mean, mayhem. Um, I had strange shocks in the back there. Just the poor thing was in bad shape. So she was able to uh, get hold of a new sort of car. I guess it's a car. But uh, 
she walks pets. So this will just be awesome for her because this enables her to chauffeur these various pets around in an easy fashion. And when you when you have a reliable vehicle like that, it 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 messes it, it helps with your brain psychologically. It's vastly different than the psychology one has when they wake up knowing that their ride to work is is a, is 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 a car that might fall apart at any second. You know, when you got that jangling around in the back of your psychology before you get into the car, before you get into the car and even after you get in the car while you're driving it there's that idea of like um there's that idea of going are we making it to work today? That can play with someone's brain. Now, if we look at that through that lens, through a higher mind perspective, and you zoom it out, sometimes I would do this trick, and I still do every once in a while, where I'll zoom out from where I'm at right now. Now imagine zooming in way out, way out, zoom out, zoom out, zoom out. And so in a sense, you're in your, in your mind, in your imagination, you're seeing the bigger picture. Really. And what's so interesting is, I just realized this, by seeing the bigger picture, everything shrinks. The, the enormity of everything shrinks. So as you see the bigger picture, the enormity shrinks. The, 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 um, uh, 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 the threat or the responsibility or whatever that is, whatever that stress is that comes from something like that, whatever that threat is, it takes it away. Imagine looking at the imagine looking at the Earth from way out there in space. It's tiny. It's tiny. And at that point, you're seeing a bigger picture. A bigger picture means everything else gets shrunken. How interesting is that? So it's like going from sticking your face up against a a a a a, a wall of pointillism, and you're just staring at these dots on the wall. And you're not seeing the significance of it because you're just looking at dots on the wall. But then as you move, scoop, go backwards, you open up the scope. You see more and more of the picture. And you realize those dots start blending together and they turn into this colorful thing. How interesting is that? So... It kind of puts it in the, in the, in the, in the idea of it being kind of a playset. You're now looking at your life from, oh, wow, okay. I don't have to feel under threat about anything. And in fact, do you ever notice that you, you operate the best when you're not filled with stress? Because that stress, that's just not, it can't, you know, it really cannot exist in the same vibe, the same truly open vibe as creativity. Creativity is the one thing. Critique, that's the other thing. Critique goes tiny, tiny. Art is the big picture, just the inspiration, the big picture. Okay, we're just putting down colors here. We're just putting down colors and textures right now. Mixing colors, making, making zigzags. Swirls, waves. Um, squares, triangles, etc, etc. Asterisks. Uh, maybe some of those really cool parentheses that, that, that are like uh, they're curved, they're like they go to a point. You know what I'm talking about? It's like it's almost like the uh, rectangular parenthesis, but it, there's there's like a little bit of a curve on there and then it goes down into a point. Yeah. We'll talk to you more later. I'm about to enter a grocery store. Got to get some cat food. Hey, Kurt, this is Richard Wilson from Mad Shelley Films and we have a message for you. This, this is, is Mad Shelley Films and, and you're, you're listening, listening to Inspirato Projecto, Projecto Radio. Radio.